record record all right guys here we are it's friday night we're doing our typical friday night podcast on our bi-weekly night here uh tonight we have the whole crew here right now we have Alyssa, we have jaybear we have ben myself and we're gonna be going over the topic of transitional stress guys um as you guys all know Alyssa's our bread and butter with our research and papers and highlighters as we just sit here and try to look cute and chime in when we can so um we'll get right into it <laughs> all right uh so transitional stress is exactly what it sounds like it's an increased feeling of stress or anxiety uh triggered by a significant period of change or adjustment so it doesn't have to particularly be like moving um it could be a change in a job. It could be just any type of major change in your life. Typically, it is a move of some sort. Uh, we were going to focus on veterans, but anybody can chime in if they have experienced something like that. Uh, when applied to veterans, transitional stress uh refers to the difficulty of applying to life after discharge or leaving the military. Um, so I actually did a research paper on this, and some of the big statistics that surprised me were there's actually people, our veterans struggle more with readjusting to life than they do um, PTSD. I know we've talked about a lot about PTSD. So... 44% of, 44 more, or how do I want to word it? There's 40 more, 44% more likelihood of them going through this transitional stress than of them being diagnosed with PTSD. And the reason why that is, is like when they come out of the military, it's, the military gives them a routine or a sense of purpose. And this can go to anybody, like when you come out of a different job or a move in life. So transitional stress can hit like uh, a civilian the same way of you come out of this routine or this feeling of having a purpose. And then you kind of get thrown into this new thing. So people tend to struggle with that new freedom or choice that they have now. Um, another struggle, uh, this is particularly for veterans, is... The way of finding new doctors, dentists, barbers, it all changes because it's not just like right on base. It's you have to go now find these people or it's not told to them by, um, I mean, Ryan, you can probably speak this better than me because. It, it really does, uh, especially coming from, you go from active duty and you come back into civilian life is one of the biggest transitional problems that we have because. In the military, you have your nine to five, basically we'll call it your nine to five. You get up your routine, you do your job that you train for every day in the military. Uh, you know who to report to, your chain of command, it changes here and there, but it's never like crazy different. So when you come out and you're not getting that first and the 15th check, or you're not going to the same doctors that you did that time, or you're not going to the PX, even the PX for us guys is the, in the commissary, like, all that stuff is right there at, the, at our fingertips at any time if you're on base or in the military. So, like, 
you can stay close to base and still have some of that stuff or majority of the people go back to like their homeland or another place with their family and and try to start over it's just adapting it's it's just how you adapt and finding the resources that you need to lean on while you're going through this transition um uh-huh. i struggled with coming home from deployment like the transition yes. of being deployed you hate it while you're there and you miss it while you're gone it's it's one of those things you'll never understand and never make sense of but it, it's still a transition period um one thing i was going to say with like the transitional stress of i mean obviously i've never been deployed I, i'm not i haven't been in the military but i moved away from home at a young age so it's kind of one of those every time i go home i'm super stressed because like i feel like i don't relate to my family very much anymore Okay. Um, but it's a, I miss home when I'm away from home, but as soon as I get home, I miss my new home. Um, so that's part of transitional stress. I experience transitional stress every time I go home. Right. And I'm referring to like the home I grew up in because yes, I miss my family, but this is another thing that, uh, in my research papers, when veterans go back from military or being deployed, they don't know how to relate to that old scenario anymore because roles have changed, people have changed, and you're going back expecting it all to be the same. And I experienced that just with me moving away and coming back home. So I can only imagine, like, the veteran side of things. So, like, me just moving to Colorado, when I go back home to visit my family in Pennsylvania, I see that, like, transitional... We lost oh. yeah. everybody back. Ryan, Ryan, let me on on the veteran subject. Let me bounce three three subjects off you, okay? Because since you have experience with this, right? So if I were to put myself in a veteran's shoes, there's there's three like main things that would make transitioning from uh, active duty or being across seas to coming back home to civilian life, right? Okay. So one being, uh. The problems at home, like the things that people get upset about at home would probably seem very insignificant to what you deal with out there. It's like, well, this person's complaining about like, I don't know, like getting the wrong order at a fast food restaurant or something like that. That pisses um, me off too. Yeah. That <laughs> also like when you're out there, you have all that structure and order and you're also handling millions of dollars of equipment you have like a responsibility like heavy heavy responsibilities put on your backs and then right. you come back you might not have that same responsibility and people don't trust you to do uh you know whatever i see a lot of people come back and they sh- struggle with like people don't want to employ them purpose. Like, well you know yeah i was like they struggle with when purpose I was, yeah it's like i was overseas i was i was like handling a multi-million dollar like fucking missile truck you know um <laughs> Yeah, or I don't know some shit, and then they'll you come back home, and it's like, well, we can't um, really trust you to do here's, this or that. Here's the so the the sense of purpose when you get over there, you come back in a leadership role out of the military, you come back into being just a normal person again, right? Those that it usually strive to the military to get rank, either a stay in, or they're the ones that have. I would say the biggest trouble transitioning when they get out because they go from always progressing and knowing which route to go to get to a higher echelon to 
trying to find their way back in and starting at the bottom again. And starting at the bottom is something that nobody ever wants to do, right? So you say that being in charge of all that equipment and all that stuff, it, it, it is huge. It gives them purpose. And when you come home and you look at it, you said the fast food thing, right? Why can't they get it right? It's, it's so easy. All they got to do is make a damn burger, right? And you get mad. But we don't know the stress that that person's going through, though, either. They have their own daily stress. So, like, no matter your job or your profession, there is daily stresses that you deal with on your own. Home life. Yeah. Like, work life. All that stuff is different for everybody, and not everybody can handle the same load. So, I get that. The, the transition for a higher echelon, I think would be the harder person because they need to find purpose or, or going from leadership to being told what to do. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the last thing that I think would, you know, bother me the most is you come from like camaraderie of warriors, right? And then, you know, to leave that. Your brotherhood, your sisterhood. Exactly. So you don't have the warrior that's why I chose the career path that I chose because the union is like a brotherhood. You, you get a lot of the same guys and you're all doing the same job and you're doing a lot of the same things and you build relationships and friendships and brotherhood and sisterhood. Um, I know a couple of my buddies that transitioned out and went into motorcycle, com- motorcycle clubs because they build that special bond also. And I agree. Losing that camaraderie is huge. I, I will, you'll hear me say millions and millions of times from now till the end of my life, I don't miss the military, I miss the people. I've said it multiple times. I, I will never change that statement because it's so true. I still talk to uh, Petri, a dude named AP that's usually in chat. That is my battle buddy I went to basic training with and we still talk to this day. When we were both deployed at the same time, we linked up because we were both deployed to the same area and hung out so like he is my brother in another sense you know so that camaraderie is huge to have so you pulled those three things responsibility and purpose camaraderies and brotherhood and sisterhood kind of thing right in and perspective and perspective right so now you come back and some of these people don't have friends or family at home to go back to when they get out and that's when they could turn to substance abuse alcohol abuse gambling all that stuff that's why it's very big or a lot of them become homeless because they don't know how to transition properly or know where to ask or look it's that's why we're doing what we're doing right Raise awareness about everything. Um, Ben, I think you did a really good job. You hit, so another big thing, a part of the like research that I did for the paper, there's called a 5R model, and you hit three of the 5Rs within your questions. Hey. Dang, Ben, look at you. Um, so when experiencing or understanding tradition or uh, transitional stress within just uh, civilians or veterans, um, the main areas that are affected 
are routines, reactions, roles, relationships, and reflections about ourselves. Um, and you did you hit three of those within that. Um, so we'll jump into more. So we talked about uh, routines. So when we are changing our routines, naturally people are going to become stressed anyways. Like if you're going through your typical day and your routine's thrown off, don't you experience stress? I mean, I Instant know I'm a routine-based person. Yeah, stress. I'm a routine-based person. If I start out my day and it's not what I want, like, step-by-step, step, I'm already, like, thrown off. So I can, like, just imagine if your whole life is upturned, that transitional stress is just going to be massive. Um, so, like, some tips and tricks for that is even through like the transitional stress is try to stick to old routines while creating that new one so if you're in a new area still wake up at the same time still try to go to like the gym still try to like keep those old habits like alive while you are creating these new habits in this new area makes sense uh incorporate hobbies to kind of help keep you that calm composure that you need because um, you just you'd also don't want to fall into a rut of where you're just constantly doing that same thing. So you need a what I like to say is you need a little bit of flavor in your routine. Um, flavor, flavor. Sorry, couldn't <laughs> help it. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if you guys want to add anything to the routine part of things. Guys, this isn't just for veterans. <laughs> this is for everybody, right? So like, um. Wow, really midnight? Uh, so we have one of our own getting ready to make a, a huge transition in your life, right? Say you're moving in with a significant other. Some changes can happen to where you don't like their routine. This is still transitional stress to you because you're really finding out who this person is when you live together, right? Um, Jerry, Jerry's got it. Just went through, got married, did his thing. So he's still learning. Yep. He's still learning to this yep. day. Ben. Jerry's a, Jerry's a quick transitioner. You're going to be a quick yeah, transitioner too. You better relax yeah. here. Uh, some, some of it's easy. Some of it's, you know, it's allowing someone into your space that's that can be a lot of stress it's not it's not getting a new house together you know she came to me into my house so you know it's that there it was stressful but it's not it wasn't ever terrible because i still had my hobbies still had my routine she incorporated her routine but her routines like a different time frame let's say like when she gets ready for work i'm already at work um her nightly routine is before i go to bed i usually just watch some tv or i play games with you guys so um yeah i, I mean i could definitely see how it could be worse so how did she do because you know obviously she made uh kind of a bigger change she made here, the right? biggest honestly yeah, she, she, moved, she uprooted biggest. her whole life to come to you she, yeah her, she made the sacrifice so how did she do her, her biggest concern, I would say her biggest stress was 
her thinking she was taking over my space um my life you know my stuff and i never thought that i never said that i never gave anything but that's just how she felt because you know all of a sudden i was combining closed drawers i was making two into one and she felt like that was her fault no it's just me being lazy and not throwing out old clothes really so hers is the her biggest thing is you know feeling like she's just taking my space from me and it's not that but so yeah she's very empathetic she yes have empathetic stress yep yeah so like well, i said the transitional stress to everybody leaving a job that you've been at for years and going to a new one and not knowing what's next so like midnight in the comments says, i'm not scared of leaving the military that's exciting but it's the uncertainty of what's next so it's always the what when you let the what ifs control you is what gets you in trouble though if you always wonder what if or what if like when if even and then one of the things too that when i was doing like my research on this and yet it's still like veteran focused but it it allowed in like like civilian world and like people going through the transition of new jobs or new homes even though that's why home. i even brought up yeah and that's why why i brought up i experience transitional stress every single time i go home to visit my family you are you're gonna still feel like that mixture of emotions you're gonna have that excitement mixed in or it could be like i'm using excitement with that anxiety or you can feel some type of emotion or dread like you can have the two counteracting emotions at the same time and that's usually what that transitional stress is and that's what we're saying like you're okay kind of sometimes leaving behind that past but it's that unknown in the future or mm -hmm. maybe you didn't want to leave yeah maybe you didn't want to leave behind the past but you were forced to and you just have to kind of find a way to accept that new future there's like different ways and it's usually the two emotions you're feeling are opposites and that's where that transitional stress comes into play because you're you're learning how to juggle two opposite feelings at the same time okay um, yeah I, uh, I had to go through i had some transitional stress coming back to my hometown and that's so, another thing yeah during covid i had a career that i was working in for you know four years at the time my position got let go you know i you know like everybody in my position got laid off i was stuck without a job and i looked at the i looked at the positive in that you know because i wasn't really comfortable there it was a second shift job i never saw the sun you know i was already going tell. through i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah you know I was, like you remember at that time i was staying up till like six o'clock in the morning you were every yeah. night it was a bad it, i mean it was just bad routine um and i took that as a blessing to get myself right and uh get my routine back see the sun uh go places or you know anything like that so i took a little bit of time off but eventually i had to go somewhere right so i ended up going back home and I stayed with my parents for uh, like two months, two, maybe three months before I ran out of place in Pine Mountain. But the problem is 
is I'm looking at this as I was supposed to leave and spread, you know, spread my wings and, and climb up and be my own person, right? So the whole point for my life, my trajectory was supposed to be to go and not be back in the same situation that I was growing up, right? And being in a small town in Georgia where I grew up, there's only like old people here. There's nobody my age. And I was looking at a bunch of negatives and I did have a, a good bit of stress about it, but eventually, you know, I was able to get to where I was working all the time, you know, working with a family business, like working on my skills and there was positives that came out of it and, uh, you know, start focusing more on the positives. Really like the way that I get over any kind of stress is I do a lot of self-reflection. Why does this bother me? You know, and I, I really get down to the root of the situation and, uh, I basically just come to peace with myself anytime I, I'm going through something and I'm able to get through it. But, you know, I'm still here. I feel happy. I got a girl that, you know, makes me feel feel warm and fuzzy inside. You know, Aww, there's nothing to Ben's complain about now. Love. I'm going to move. I'm not going <laughs> to feel anything about it. No, you got to gotta find the positives in everything, yeah. man. If you, like, it, we talked about resiliency a bunch of the times that we talk about a lot of this stuff. You got to be resilient. Again, a quote that I'll say that everybody be the ball, not the egg, bounce back, don't crack kind of thing. Like, it's so silly, but I'll never forget it. And adapt. Life's ever changing, man. Yeah. Melissa, you have more. You sent me a picture that you wanted me to pull up. When do we get? Not yet. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Patience. <laughs> uh, have you met me? <laughs> um, we're gonna finish going through the R's, and then then we can pull it up once once we go through the first oh, okay. R's. All right, all right. Uh, we're on relax our R. is one of those R's, right? <laughs> uh, the second R is reactions. Um, so when you go to a new place, like new cultural environments, interactions can result in like un unexpected reactions. So for people when you're like in that new environment, this can result with people like withdrawing or deciding like not to do things that they used to do because they just don't know what to expect. So you can feel that change within yourself because you just don't want to put yourself into those environments or you can start to do new different hobbies. You can just because you don't know what the reaction is of that new environment, you can start to steal those changes and that can cause a stress because you're going to start either doing new things or you're not doing the same things you used to just because you're going to avoid what other people are doing or how other people are going to react to you. Makes sense. Um, so I guess with that, some of the tips and tricks that gave for it is gain an understanding about your surroundings, which is, I think, what typically a lot of people do, kind of people watch... Uh, so go do the things you want to do, but kind of people watch, understand them, um, give yourself time to understand yourself and the environment, and then remind yourself of your strengths. Uh, so 
The third one is roles. Our roles are part of our identities. So again, the big thing for that is remind yourself of your strengths, even though you're in a new environment. Just keep reminding yourself of who you are and your core. Um, what you're they give capable us meaning. Of. You know, what you're uh, capable of. Yeah, that's a big one too. Yep. They give us meaning and purpose. So we're going to go back to the beginning. We kept bringing up like a lot of times purpose is a big thing for us and that's why transitional stress does come about so this is one know who you are know your strengths and really put that best foot forward for it yes four is uh relationships um building positive stable and satisfying relationships with the people around you so um whether you're moving with people or moving by yourself, just kind of, again, sticking to who you are and finding those people that really bring out your true self. Okay. And then five, Ben, this kind of brings out what you were saying, reflections about yourself. If you are struggling, kind of digging deep and understanding why you're struggling with it. Um, gotta be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. Honesty is what's gonna get you through this. Honest, honesty, honesty, honesty. Yeah, I think that's very important. Yep, and I think you did a really good job on this one. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Yeah, hey, this cool. is a good topic for you, Ben. You did really good. And you yeah. didn't even. You didn't even have the papers in front of you. <laughs> <There's> papers. <laughs> Um, little do you know I wrote those papers <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously again this is just like a higher like just a skim over everything you can look into for transitional stress uh, quick overview but uh, I guess I can open it up to you guys you can talk more about it if not Ryan you can pull up the picture um, I thought we went over the good thing. Ben apparently is really good on transitional stress. We learned the picture <laughs> Alyssa has here is as I'm transitioning. <laughs> this like is that. true. Um, it's gonna be full screen, guys. So I can not control. Um, so I can let go of these things. I cannot control, so I can let go of these things. Explain a little bit there, Lissa. Oh, let me pull it up because I can't see your screen. Oh. No, you're good. I got it. I pulled it up. Okay. As long as you can see. The whole chat can so, see it. It's big and bold. Um, so I wanted to pull this up just because I know we get stuck in life on things that we want to like stress ourselves out about. And there's things that we can stress about that we can control. And there's things that you just... We stress ourselves out, and we just can't control it. Um, so in the smaller circle, those are things we can't control. Uh, like turning off the news. The news is so full of negative things, and if you're feeding your brain with negative things, you're going to think negative. Yeah, I know, watch it sometimes to know what's going on, but if it's starting to impact you, just like social media, turn it off, go for a walk. Um finding fun things to do at home to kind of release that 
Um, my po your you control your positive attitude. I know we've mentioned a few times when you wake up in the morning, if you say something positive to yourself, you're starting your day in a positive way. Uh, so just things you can control is like how you react to things, how you can uh how you control yourself and your actions. And then things you can't control is others' reactions, uh, other people's motives, what will happen in the world, other people's actions around you. Uh, so I guess in a nutshell, this is just saying, like, focus on you and being the best that you can be. Yeah. Um, something that I talked about a lot this week is you can't help others around you if you're not the best person for yourself. So, and it, is, it sounds a little selfish, but you have to be the best person for yourself in order to help those around you as well. So, this was a little thing to say, like, control what you can control for yourself and kind of let go of those things that you can't control. Because those things weigh down on you and those tend to be the one, those things that you can't control tend to be the things that impact you the most. This chart was definitely made during COVID. Yeah. Yeah, it was I definitely started... made during COVID, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, I think she read a few and was like, yeah, it definitely was, yeah. too. Yeah. I thought it was cute. I found it and I was like, oh, Fox, and like, it's kind of cute. And I read a few of them, obviously not all of them, but... <laughs> control your own social distancing. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm telling you, um, there's that old the old serenity prayer also about God uh, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, right, and the wisdom to know the difference. So, I myself not a very religious person, but it still has meaning behind it for me, right? So control the things that you can, and don't stress over the things you can't. In simpler terms. So, I just, that's what I took from a lot of them things that you said. And My mantra has always been, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Shogun I. Or my grandma used to say, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Oh, I say that. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Uh, I think that a big Midwest thing that... Uh, I've Maybe. carried with me for like something like that is is it a problem I can solve today if it's not then I'm gonna let it go right um come back to it a later time it's something that I'm not gonna let me keep me up at night tonight because I need sleep and a big thing is sleep for mental health sleep is so, huge like, if you can leave it on your plate for tomorrow, then don't stress about it. Leave it on that to-do list. And then if you get to tomorrow and it's still something that you can't solve today, let it go. I mean, it can stay on your to-do list for as long as it needs to stay there, but if you can't solve it today, then kind of just leave it there. I say this a lot at work because people stress about it works work. Your job's going to be there the next day. Right. And I tell people this all the time, especially as a supervisor or manager. You don't worry about completing your task. If you can't do it safely and with quality, it'll be here tomorrow. It'll be here Monday. 
unless we have a tornado, it's going to be here, and we don't get very many tornadoes, so... You It'll might be not here. be here, but oh, no, I'm okay. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might not be here. That will be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, that clicked with me because I literally just said it yesterday. It's right. one of my guys. So something you said bothered me, Jerry. Like what? Just show me your culo. You're in Iowa, man. I thought you guys get tornadoes there all the time. No, we, I mean, Iowa, yes. Southeast Iowa, that shit just seems to split apart. Mm. Uh, I don't care. Every once in a while, we get anything. some pretty bad storms, but I just watch them. Um, that's all I got, though. I mean, we have a funny blooper now since it is a COVID thing that I pulled up. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Shogunai. And you guys get it what you get and you is. don't throw a fit, all right? That's what I'm saying. Like, you got something to say? Bring it up with Alyssa. She's the boss. No. <laughs> but you got to go through us first. Yeah, good luck. I'll shoot that straight to the top. Yeah. Open door policy does not exist unless we authorize it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, what's, Fact, what's, so. that, what's that term for leaving work for other people? Uh, One goes, we all go? <laughs> What? No, it's like, <laughs> like uh, like distributing your work. You know, you know what I'm talking about delegating, delegating it to Alyssa. That's not how that works, Ben. Yeah, it does. The shit delegate. rolls downhill, not uphill. Yeah, I was gonna say I delegate yeah, down look. to you. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm gotta say no. Yeah. <laughs> Teach me your ways, Sensei. Like, All right, I'll handle it, Ben. Ben, get this done. Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. Oh shoot, uh, Jerry, you got anything else, brother? I don't. Benjamin. Yeah, have you guys heard of David Goggins? No, no, sure haven't, bud. No, never mind. Is this on topic or? Uh, somewhat, yeah, but you know. Nobody's heard of the the man, the myth, the legend. All right, then. Next topic. Uh, Not much for legend. This man is a He's definitely you a myth, though. Up. No, before, yeah. next, before the next podcast, you need to look up David Goggins. Uh, All right, I'm down. Great. More research for Lissa. There we go. Well, we have one topic picked out, so I need another one. Ben yeah. just did it for me. There you go. So nothing else, Ben, besides David. What's his name? Groggins. Groggins. Oh, David Groggins. Yeah. Aren't Groggins the thing from Shores? Why? Shores. Navy Seal. Um. Why? Because I served in the military. I know who a Navy Navy Seal is. Yeah. Don't you know everybody in the military? <laughs> yeah. Like. Oh, I know a buddy I went to high school with. His name's Joe. Did you serve with Joe? Yep. Sure did. Nineteen ninety four to ninety six, buddy. <laughs> like yeah <laughs> David M.F. Goggins you know, okay so up. chat knows who it is Juice says David Goggins is cray cray yeah so, he, uh, so no wonder you fit it's like a good, good thing or a bad thing <laughs> well, yeah. you gotta be no, kind of like borderline psychotic to be a seal so Wait, he went through he went through hell week <laughs> three times motivational Why speaker would, yeah Wait. he is a motivational speaker but Navy he, SEAL isn't Hell Week. Company. That's Special Forces. 
Come on now. Uh, well, he went through whatever the Navy SEALs have to go through, like, you know, like when they... Buds, they go like, through buds. Buds? Oh, yeah. yeah, he did go through buds. But he also tried to go to, um, what was it, Delta Force? I don't know, he, he's done a lot of stuff. I have to do some, re yeah, we'll do some research tell, on it. Y'all tell him, y'all tell Sharp right now. Tell him, David Goggins, you need to look into it. Dude him. is a monster motivational speaker workout, dude. Ben, well, we obviously Ben don't work out, so what, <laughs> what do <are> we? <laughs> Sorry, Ben, you opened the door for that one, buddy. No, he, I hey, love he's, you. He's, <laughs> I'm, I'm well aware. His motto is doing something different every, or his motto is doing something every day that sucks to keep your mind and body tough. Um, that could be another topic for later. Mental toughness. Yeah. Um, no, he'll he'll give you a bunch of topics. I swear. Right. Yeah, oh, that no, will. That could be something we could do too. Uh, mental toughness is a big one because Gary talked about it, and I think Alex wants to talk about that. So that might be a good one to bring Alex on in. in yeah, on. He's, he's a very mental toughness. Uh, like that's that's his whole stick. Like that's okay. his whole motivational thing. Yeah. All right, because that can piggyback off of a couple of weeks ago what we did. All right. Um. Next topic. We'll discuss Sunday. <laughs> um, um, anything else in the chat? Oh, <laughs> Joe Rogan and Dave Goggins podcast. So are they? Do they go hand in hand? Do they talk together? Um, he was on. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, I've, I've watched that podcast. Okay. He's also I've on heard, another. Heard of Joe Rogan? Joe yeah. Rogan is loved and hated by many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard him first from a different podcast. I can't remember who was um heading that podcast, but I did see him on Joe Rogan too. Awesome. So he pretty much talked He's got a little bit stuff. of respect to Joe Rogan or he was just interviewing me either way, that's a big deal for knowing who that man is. But I have nothing else on topic. Transitional stress is hard. It's on everybody. It's could be from your moving jobs. Uh, new relationships, ended relationships, um, losing people, anything like that, right? For instance, it could be added to grief. It grief. could be so. It's like an endless thing, and and it's not something that you may even notice in yourself. You could just be kind of pairing it up as like anxiety. And it's actually a transitional stress. As we know, uh, veterans, that's why she said she wanted to piggyback off of it. Huge in veterans. In, it's more common in veterans and more noticeable because of the transition that they go through. But it's in everybody. So, Couldn't you say that anxiety is like a transitional stress like it always is? Mm -hmm. The... I mean, it's kind of like a characteristic of transitional stress, but people just say like, oh, I'm just an anxious person or I'm just anxious right now. And they don't, they just kind of brush it off as that and go some other way. There's, it's kind of like what we're talking about, like the mental toughness. They just kind of want to be like, yeah, I'm just anxious right now and go about it. Um, within like mental health, so many things kind of overlap within each other that you could just say like oh i'm anxious 
and like somebody could just be anxious but there's so many different like things that kind of play a part in what's going on that you have to kind of watch durations what triggers it like xyz to be able to truly say like this is transitional stress this is anxiety this is depression this is this so like for somebody just like that's going through like a transition and this is where counselors kind of like oh you just actually went through a move or you just went through this breakup or you just went through this and maybe it's not anxiety and it's transitional stress so they don't accidentally get put on like anxiety medicine and they don't really need it they just need a way to cope with the transitional stress at that moment because transitional stress isn't like a permanent thing i mean neither is anxiety if you find a way to to actually cope and live with it but anxiety is more permanent than transitional stress if that makes sense all right let me let me say this can you think of like any stress that you've had in your life that you can't define as trans transitional stress yeah Absolutely. like what money the number one problem and you know Modern households. Okay. Yeah, I guess it's, it's an every day, every week, every month thing. Yeah. Raising a I child. I see my parents going through it my whole life. Raising a child. Yeah, raising every day, especially a two-year-old. Well, raising a child sounds like <laughs> transitional stress. Like, I, well, yeah, it, it is at first, but it's it doesn't. It's not. It's not everyday transitional. It, it, yeah. The first couple months are transitional. You grow yeah. with it. And then you, the daily stress after that, and not it's not yeah. always bad stress. Remember, everybody, there's good and bad stress. We talk about this all the time. Not all stress is bad. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing I'm gonna say about the podcasts that we've done up to this point, everything kind of snowballs into another topic. Each topic that we've had the week or the two weeks before, kind of snowballs into the next topic because. Everything about mental health, depression, anxiety, all of it, there's such a thin line, ADHD, such a thin line between all of it, transitional stress, you know, anxiety, depression. They definitely intertwine ADHD. and overlap each other, and that's what Alyssa was it's, just saying, right? Yeah. And they're typically yeah. kind of grouped, so, I mean, we don't want to, like, get too far down this rabbit hole. Like, the ones that are very similar, like anxiety, stress, it's a rabbit hole. they're typically they're typically grouped like a tree in, with branches yeah they're typically grouped kind of together they're like learning disorder like here and then like they kind of branch out and they teach you about this and then there's like the um hold on more yeah. papers with highlighter like, like you got no. mammals, but under mammals you got like dogs and cats and yeah. Let's see. Like imposter syndrome, I actually used that with a co coworker today. I talked nice. To her. She was she was struggling. You were she listening. I knew you were listening. Yeah, she and she just feels like that she's not good enough, like in her personal life. And um, I was like, you know, look in the mirror because you do. She's a single mom with four kids, works her ass off. She, I was like. Look in the mirror. Like you're indisposable here. So just look in the mirror. Tell yourself you're doing a good job. So, and you'll be just fine. So like there's neurodevelopmental disorders and there's what? um neurodevelop 
They're, I'm not gonna. Why are you gonna put it, her on the spot like that, Jerry? Mental disorders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> communication disorders. Uh, so autism spectrum attention. Uh, hyperactivity disorders, specific learning disorders, motive or motor disorders. Um, that's all like grouped together. And then you have schizophrenic spectrum disorders. And then it goes down this like whole list. They're all grouped together. And then you have bipolar and related disorders. They all go down a list. You have depressive disorders. They all go down a list. So like those are the different branch, like the different branch, like big branches that go into little branches. And then you have anxiety disorders. And like under anxiety disorders, you have separation anxiety, you have selective anxiety, you have phobias, you have all these different lists of di like different anxiety disorders. Yep. I wish I was there for the ADHD podcast. Um, remember that it was it was, it was a good, good one. I know. I I watched it. It was um, you know, obviously I've been uploading these. Been yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i mean i was diagnosed with adhc all my life i wish you were here because everything was on me no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> jerry was like yeah, i don't you have had, adhd you every, yeah you had every category that <laughs> yeah. she brought up yeah i did and she was like oh you're making a face ryan you're making a face ryan i'm like oh man like, all right, I'll take every one of these to heart right now. <laughs> my my wife actually talked to me about that last night. She said, you know, women are actually being diagnosed with ADHD in their 20s now. And this is, I said, you know, if you watched our podcast, I know that. <laughs> yeah. I know this. I already. learned something. Imposter. <laughs> Imposter syndrome. All right. Um, looks like we have a good branch out to snowball off of today david goggins remember him <laughs> oh you're funny juice he said i tried to watch that one but i couldn't focus <laughs> <laughs> oh what a knee slapper you put out oh my god um i think what next time we talked about spiritual coping and spiritual then coping yep uh look forward to that guys um it can be taken from all different Directions here. This is another one that can touch many different ways, as we have on all of them. Whether it be something you go with or believe in, or you don't, we're gonna touch all of them. So, for the next time we have, what was it? Spiritual coping? Is that what I can? Is that what I brought to you? That's what you sent me. Yeah. Yeah. Guy at work wanted to hear it, so I guess we're gonna try to appease. Yeah. Him, so I was surprised when you sent it to me, but I was like, okay. I'm shaggy on that one. It wasn't me. <laughs> Listen, we we could all get together, you know, do some mutual spiritual coping, you know, one on one, face to face. I'm out. You said spiritual coping and you shared a scripture today, Ryan. I'm really proud of you. Wow. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go over here and think about what I just said. I'll be back later. <laughs> all right ben anything else i know your little mouse is tired up there he's been running hard this podcast mouse oh my about? god never mind jerry you got anything nope i'm good <laughs> ben anything else you you done the smoke's 
Fuck, it's starting to fizzle out. You good? <laughs> All right, Alyssa. I'm good. All right, guys. Again, on behalf of Fly High Wi-Fi, I just want to say thank you for being here on our bi-weekly Friday night podcast. Um, we will be back in two weeks. Uh, same time as this one, more than likely. If times or anything change, we will definitely post it in not only our Discord, but also on Twitter. So until then, I just want to say thank you and have a great night. I do have one thing after you stop recording. Let me stop recording.